0: Alright. Welcome to cast your weekly roundup of the best and most up-to-date nostalgic news where we discuss the stories and give our thoughts. I am your host, who is excited about how much Sonic the Hedgehog has grossed,
1: Andrew mm. Price. I like that.
0: One, two, Tyler Palo's coming for you. <laughs> Truth. All right. You go in the cage. Cage goes in the water. You go in the water. Kelby Joseph's in the water. Ah, Kelby
2: Joseph. That's what's fun, Yeah,
0: and Dad Beats, aka Kirk Pinchon.
2: Dad Beats,
3: how you guys doing? <laughs> I like, eyes. dang, y'all should have told me to wear um pink, um pink because I don't like. I being... know. I
4: feel. I feel like. We, oh, what the fuck?
3: Yeah. Get out of here with your that salmon shirt, Todd. I the thing I is, wear pink, and then we just today. know
4: that's fucked up. We yeah. don't. We don't call. Yeah, expects. we don't. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't
0: talk about this. Yeah, I'm well, an Kelby account. and I are
4: technically wearing the same shirt. Not remotely. Come. This is the same exact shirt, just in a different color agree to disagree not in any way i bet it's the same exact shirt <laughs> look, at this, a, look at this look at his
0: tag you have a thicker you have a thicker collar uh that's not true you just the, think don't the, say tyler's thicker the thread <laughs> the <laughs> threading on yours is more fine than the, his he has much more of an open threading you guys on
4: on think it. that yeah. because of the optical illusion when you see where'd his, you get yours you're not optical I don't know, illusion it because <laughs> I was, it was a christmas gift <laughs> i was going to say the same thing because <laughs> and we're all optical illusions technically in the
3: same category oh boy yeah that's hurtful yeah
4: we're trying to help Kelby. Help Kelby. <laughs> yeah. You guys are <laughs> that's probably from best. Word. All
3: right. Let's so, nostalgia it up.
0: Before we get into the stories, a couple updates of some things we've discussed in the past. Number one, as I alluded to, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the film. Film. Ooh, the cinematic experience. You watched Ow. it, right? Gotta go fast. I saw it. Get yourself some chili dogs and oh. slurp them up. Good, good <laughs> God. <laughs> All All right. All right. No. Not the movie has grossed $210 million so far Ooh. at the box office.
3: What was the budget? 93?
0: Wh- whatever it was. But at any yeah. rate, this is very good. Uh, it's it's million the highest grossing video company. game movie of all time. Ow.
2: Well, hit you with the caveats. Okay, well, <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I mean, don't most of the video game movies tank? Yes. Okay. But
0: that this made it over the hump. Yes. But it's also doing well as a movie. As a, as a movie. movie. Yeah. As a movie. I think, I think like... 95 million. I think oh, okay. I think wow. like Gar- Guardian. This is just the first <laughs> random example off the top of my head, but I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy made three hundred and ten million in its first week. Uh, so this is like not that far behind, and that movie was like the best movie of that year. 20, I didn't even 2015. know what that, what that was.
4: Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Yeah, I just watched it and was like, this is Oh, okay. A good yeah, movie. I I know. yeah got same. Ready. Yeah, same. But I have not <laughs> watched hedgehog
4: So if you go into so you- the, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to make a Marvel joke. If you just go into any Marvel movie, not assuming it's related, you'll probably like it more than if you know that it's a superhero movie. No, yeah. I didn't like the one with Marvel the,
3: Slam. the girl. Um, don't, don't say it like that. <laughs> end uh, end uh, sentence? Yeah, yeah no, no, I <laughs> Any movie. Cap, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel was good. good. Yeah. It
2: wasn't good. So, wait, you're the only one that saw it here, right? Yeah. When, no, uh, I saw it. Oh, you saw it too? Yeah. You liked it? I'm
3: Fucking Andrew's pervert. son, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting pervert. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah,
0: well, why'd you go? Are you, oh, uh, Johnny, are you embarrassed, Johnny? Johnny wanted Johnny wanted
4: to see it, and we ha- we have uh free tickets. Like go. we all we get free tickets to the Chinese theater. Weird-flux, really? Okay. How? Uh, she worked for a company. They gave her oh, gotcha. that worked with them. I thought
3: you had movie pass still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the only they're the only customer that they yeah, all like. they
4: Yeah, our premiums are
0: fucking outrageous. Um, yeah, they get free movie tickets, but they pay. Five thousand
2: dollars a month. Yeah. Still worth it. Worth uh, it Yeah. The and
3: only way discount. to pay it off is that they have to always be at the <laughs> exactly.
4: It's worth it, guys. Um
0: <laughs> yeah, so I went to see Sonic the Hedgehog with uh my son on our birthday. My birthday is the twenty-third, his birthday is the twenty-fourth. So uh I woke up in the morning and my three-year-old son newly minted as three years old. Uh, I woke up and he had a treasure chest. And he said, we have to go on a Scooby-Doo mystery. Mm -hmm. So I opened it up and there was a clue inside of it. So we started following these clues. It said to make eggs. So I went and made eggs. And there was a clue in the egg carton. And the clue led led us out into this area behind our garage. And then there was a brick that was loose from the brick fence. And I opened that and there was another clue in there. And then that led us to where we have to go after that so we so we got ready we got in the car oh we went to some random address in uh studio city and it just it just told me it like there was it said to look in the glove box and i opened the glove box and there was a bag of drugs and it was like oregano in a plastic bag sure and i was and i was like what kind of Fucking Scooby Doo mystery is this, uh, and it said to take them to this random address in Studio City. So I went to this address, and I literally had no idea what this was. And I knocked on the door, and uh, Chet opened the door. It was, it was Chet's house, uh, his new his new apartment that I haven't been <laughs> yeah. to yet. And so he had another clue, and we went to lunch. And then after after we after we had lunch, uh, we we ate, we ate at Mendocino Farms, and then after that. Uh, The clue led us to Griffith Park and we had to hike up and we found another treasure box that was hidden in this like mound of grass. And then that, it was a bunch of eggs that we had to, there there was eggs and then some cups and then some egg dye. And then we had to put the egg dye in the cups with water and then we had to dye the eggs and then it revealed letters on the eggs that told us to go to Echo Park Lake. So we went there. And then there was a clue written in in uh, chalk on this part of the park, and then that led us. Uh, and it was in, in the whole time the clues are saying that like we're tracking. It was a Scooby Doo mystery, mm-hmm. and we were tracking down the blue shadow creature. Ah. And so this all basically led us to the movie theater. And then the last thing was that there was tickets for Sonic the Hedgehog. So we went to see Sonic the Hedgehog. It was I was very enjoyable. I think the movie. The movie, like, it feels very much like, oh, like, let's, like, the, the, it felt very formulaic of, like, this is, like, all the beats that we have to hit, in a in a action-adventure movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the things, like, just felt very rushed and not developed very well. And, you know, like, uh, Jason Marsden is in the movie. He's, like, the James, main character. James, James Marsden. Marsden. I, as soon as I said it, I was, like, that does not sound yeah. right. And I couldn't conjure the right thing. James Marsden was is the main character. And he's, like, such a generic underwritten like
4: so James Marsden player. character mm-hmm. uh,
0: that's just like oh this is not a real person this is just a movie this is just like the every man yeah. like avatar for the audience mm. and all of the conflicts that he has in the movie you don't care about and you just know that like there's no suspense for them you know that they're going to work out and they usually like, res- every problem he has usually re- immediately resolves itself within like two seconds to the point where you never care about anything that's happening to him. And uh, yeah, in general, it was just it, it. just felt like a movie that was like very written, very formulaically, and kind of it didn't. It felt less like a movie and more like a experience for mm. kids. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, for what it was, uh, it was super charming, and the Sonic character looked great. He was a great character. It was funny, and I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I. Would have loved. I think it is maybe the best video game movie ever made.
2: I would have loved after that whole big thing of getting to the movie theater, the whole uh, scavenger hunt. You're like, I don't want to fucking see this. <laughs> what the Are fuck? You just... This is the shittiest birthday gift well, ever. I was, I was actually surprised I was just that my too wife tired. It's <laughs> a lot
3: of stuff. Yeah, it took pretty
0: much. It was like we woke up at like we woke up at like eight, and then the movie was at five.
3: Oh yeah, no, it's a
2: good day. Huh.
0: Um, yeah, I was actually surprised that my wife got tickets to that movie more so that because i was just like she knows that this movie exists Mm -hmm. but uh, apparently the original idea was that she was we were going to go see onward but then it wasn't out yet it hasn't come out it it was yeah like whatever but that was why we went and saw it but i I enjoyed it i i thought it was i thought it was really good uh despite those like those nitpicky criticisms those are like you know the movies for kids like i'm talking about it like if it was a movie that was supposed to be for adults but it's not it's for kids Mm-hmm. Um, and for what it was, I thought it was very enjoyable. Um, and the thing that I loved most about it is that the way that it sets up in the in the end, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Sonic I the Hedgehog, I mean,
3: I I maybe I will. I want to see it this weekend.
2: Guarantee I'm not seeing it. It's, spoil it.
0: Uh, why, wait, wait, don't spoil it dad? for Kelby? they're not really. I mean, it's not really spoiler. I mean, number one, you can't really spoil the movie. It's like, oh, they get into trouble and then they save the day, and then what? like there's he's really a
4: Skywalker <laughs> the entire time, guys. Sonic dies. You joke, Kelby,
0: but. There, uh what was it? Fuck! I'm, I, this is such a funny story, and I just can't remember the details of it. Well, Why you, you think you about
4: think it, it, Tyler? What'd uh, you think? I liked, I liked most of it. It was, it was exactly what Andrew described it as, like an experience for kids. But one thing, they just directly stole the scene uh, with Quicksilver from mm. X Men. A hundred and. Fifty million. The last slow motion yeah. percent. I was like, I was like, I've, it's s- I've just seen this directly
0: before. stolen. Yeah, directly.
4: And, like moves them all around, makes them hit each other in a comedic way. Eats something that's flying in the air in the exact same way. Other than like licking soup, he eats chili dogs that are flying. In Does slo-mo. it feel
2: like an homage or straight up? No, they're just, no. It's just oh, they, they saw that scene stolen. and
0: they were just like, let's also <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, and it's funny because it also kind of like. It, it makes sense to what Quicksilver's power is mm-hmm. in the X-Men movies. But, like, up until this moment happened, it never establishes that Sonic can do that. Like, he's right. very fast. But it's it, it really never establishes that he's, like, that fast that he can actually, like... And that he can... It, it never establishes that he's not only super fast, but also, like he is experiencing time differently. Right. Because that's the whole thing with Quicksilver is like he experiences time differently. So while, while he's going fast, he's experiencing everything in like slow motion. Like mm-hmm. he sees everything as like time has stood still and his mind can like sort of process time at a slower rate where as he's going at this blink of an eye speed – he can see you and see that you're just frozen in time, and then he can like lift up your arm and then like put a hat on you and stuff. And uh, so it, Sonic is trapped. It never establish. <laughs> it never establishes that that's what right. Sonic can do until this moment. Exactly. And I've never yeah. known Sonic the Hedgehog to have that power. Like I used to read the Sonic the Hedgehog comics when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and he's never had that. It's never established that he experiences time differently. Right. He's just very fast. But in this moment, they just completely. Yeah, it's just it's it's an illogical moment that is a cool scene, but also it's just a hundred percent stolen from absolutely from that Quicksilver <laughs> I was, scene. It was,
3: it was weird. Who's faster, it. him or Flash? Go, the Flash. Dan, that's crazy. Well, I
0: mean, in mindset in the <laughs> movie, I, it, it that scene alone kind of establishes that like he's just infinitely fast.
1: Yeah. Mm.
4: I mean, if 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 they were ever to do like a crossover thing, you could say that Sonic uh, dips into the Speed Force the way that he uses it. So is there plans yeah.
2: for – are they like, well, we're doing a what's Well, sequel. that's
0: the thing. That's what my favorite part about the movie because the movie is like – it's a very weird – because there's all this lore around Sonic. Like Sonic was a video game back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But then with the Sonic comics, Sonic became this huge thing with this giant fan base uh, for like the story and mythology elements of Sonic the Hedgehog. There's 30 years of comic books. Mm-hmm. And there's all these different characters, and there's all this different lore, and there's tons (laughs) of, like, Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction that exists. Hmm. Um, Don't read it. And-
3: I just thought he was a video game.
2: That's literally what I thought yeah. too.
0: <laughs> and like you know, if you play some of the later games like Sonic Adventure that go more into the lore, or if you watch some of the shows like Sonic Underground um, or Sonic the Hedgehog, there's like there's like there's there's three or four different Sonic the Hedgehog shows. There's the one that had that was like the first one that was more of a fun and like a kitty uh, show that was kind of like a just every episode Doctor Robotnik would do something crazy and then Sonic would stop him and. And Urkel was his voice. And that was the thing that established... Jaleel White. Yeah, Jaleel White. Thank you. Um, and then they did Sonic the Hedgehog, which was like a darker, more serious version to go out, gone to the lore. And then Sonic Underground was like a future thing where there was they were living in a post-apocalyptic a, a society. And some of the games have gone to the lore, like I said. And the the movie is, is interesting because it just, it, it throws all of that out the window, or at least it seemingly throws all of that out the window. So you watch the movie and you're like, oh yeah, this is they've just completely ignored all of the the 30 years of mythology and canon for Sonic the Hedgehog and it's just the story's completely different it has nothing to do with any of that. Sonic the Hedgehog is from an alien planet. He escapes to Earth because he's being he's running away from some evil force that is happens in that on his planet that forces him to leave. He's hiding out on planet Earth, living in a cave in this small uh a Pacific Northwest town called Green Hills, which is a reference to the games where the first stage of Sonic the Hedgehog is Green Hill Zone. He gets really sad that he's alone, and he runs around this baseball diamond at, like, this breakneck speed, and he ends up, like, shooting a blast of blue energy into the sky, and that gets registered by the government, and then they send a bunch of government people over to that town to, like, see what the anomaly was. And then they hire this guy who's this, like, brilliant scientist named Dr. Robotnik.
2: And that's Jim Carrey. And
0: that's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And then he comes, and then he's the villain. Um, and so it's just it's just throwing out all the lore because, mm-hmm. you know, it, not only is that not the origin story of Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the story that's told in any of the comics or any of the games or anything like that, uh, but also, like, you know, Rock, Dr. Robotnik, like, that's not his name. His name is Eggman. Dr. Robotnik was just a name that they gave him in the American version of the games mm-hmm. they've since went back and changed that, and now he's known as Eggman. Yeah. So the whole movie you're going through and you're like, this is completely nothing to do with the actual mythology or lore of or the games or the story. It's just this new thing um, that's very surface level of like, Sonic the Hedgehog is this cool little hedgehog guy, and then Dr. Robotnik is just Jim Carrey with like a hipster mustache, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he chases him. To, and it's very surface level of like, Getting rid of all of that stuff and just making this new kind of like more commercialized version of it, mm-hmm. similar to like the Transformers movies yeah. or, or whatever, or even like the X-Men movies where, you know, instead of, instead of Wolverine wearing the yellow spandex, they all wear these like leather <laughs> combat uniforms or whatever. But then at the end. You're going to spoil it? Yeah,
2: it's don't, it's
3: not a spoiler. It's Not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Just ruin it it's just a, it's But a now setup. he's not gonna go see it. I will never go see this ever.
0: It's not a spoiler. It's a setup for the sequel. It's not a spoiler. It's a post credit scene. So what? you don't care. Stop pretending like you <laughs> care. This guy is
1: wild. Um, I'm here for you. Thank you.
0: So all the so you you go through the movie and you kind of accept it. You're like, this is a different thing. But then at the end, after the movie is ended, no spoilers for the actual movie. Uh, In the post credit scene, because the whole thing is Dr. Robotnik doesn't look like Dr. Robotnik. He's Jim Carrey with like a little hipster, like curly mustache. It's stylistically similar to the real Dr. Robotnik, which is this fat egg-shaped dude who wears these goggles. He wears this like red spandex suit. And then he has this brush mustache that like juts out to like here. And he's bald. Jim Carrey has hair. The mustache is stylistically similar, but not the same.
3: Okay, so what happens? And so
0: to to towards the end, he's in the spaceship, and he opens up the hatch, and he's wearing like a suit that's kind of like that red suit that Doctor the Eggman wears. And they kind of make fun of it. And they're like, "What's up with the suit?" And he's like, "It's a flight suit. It mod mo- it, mo- it it regulates my body temperature or whatever." So you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." They're doing little subtle nods to mm-hmm. the costume or whatever. But then after the whole thing happens. Uh, basically, what happens is like he gets blown up, and then still not a spoiler. It shows trust him after the aftermath, and so the 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 explosion has blown off his hair, so he's bald, and then his uh, mustache has been blown to that full uh, brush mustache, I see. and he looks like the real Doctor Robotnik, the real Eggman. And then a portal opens up, and fucking tails. Steps through. Uh, I used to love Miles tails Prower and he's like reporting back to headquarters. It appears that Sonic has escaped into this, uh, onto this planet. And the, and it's like, oh shit, they're not ignoring the lore. They're not ignoring the mythology. This whole movie was just an origin story and it's setting up for them to get into the real shit. So the real shit. The movie was enjoyable. The The real movie was the the movie was enjoyable, but what I was most excited for is that it seems like it's setting up for like a legit delving into the real story of Sonic the Hedgehog and all of the nerdy shit that
3: exists with thirty years of continuity. After all that
2: are you going to go see it?
3: I mean, to be honest with you, I definitely was gonna go see it, if not tomorrow night, Saturday, but now I know the whole movie. So I mean I told you nothing about the actual movie. All right, we'll see. I'm a pirate. Uh, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to the next story. I I, I
0: genuinely didn't mean to talk about that story for that long. I just literally wanted to say the thing, but then I got excited about talking about that. Which is so odd for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is an update slash correction on my end. Uh, So we talked last week about uh, Lark Voorhees being sad that she didn't get invited back to the Save by the Bell reboot. And you were like, yeah, but Screech too. And I was like, oh yeah, Screech like doesn't, they probably approached him. He like doesn't want to have anything to do with this. So I was wrong. And not only did they not approach him, but recently he released a video, you know, it's like, I think like TMZ bought it up or something like that, where it's basically him talking about how they did not approach him. And, uh, he was not asked to return to the Save by the Bell reboot. And he thinks that all of the cast should have showed solidarity and held out for the entire entire cast to return.
2: My th- He's also been in porn. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. yeah. like, that's old. Well, I mean, was he in porn as like I'm acting in porn? Look at me, or was he actually doing porn? Well, not, no. He was in porn. He I was. Mean, he, he did he was porn. Really, he in did, porn. did the porn. But in that's the not. Porn.
0: But that's not even the worst part. That's not even the thing that. That's
4: not even like well, the. There's nothing the wrong with doing.
0: That's porn. not even the thing that I would that Disney would like sever ties oh. with him for. He stabbed somebody. Oh, did he? Yes. Did
3: he? Why are you bringing it up, man? Messing this man's up. He was you?
0: arrested in Wisconsin when for getting into a fight and stabbing somebody. What and year was this? This was like this was like a like a like a year ago. Screech. Oh. Did
2: they drop charges? He... Uh, let's
3: look at. Let's yeah, do, yeah, oh, yeah. Look cause... at it because. That's not that bad. Stabbing is not, d- not Yes, bad. it is. That's no, assault. N- well, the thing is, we don't know the story. If somebody was approaching him and he was just trying to protect himself and he stabs, somebody. I don't think
4: stabbing is the answer when somebody's approaching It don't you.
3: matter what your answer is. He <laughs> could have <laughs> just been like, yo, y'all bothering me? You bigger than me? You know what? That's why he was him.
4: convicted of stabbing someone <laughs> so? <laughs> instead of, you know, yeah. hitting the guy and Man, y'all actually y'all like claiming self-defense. Defense. Any
3: other time. But then when Screech trying to get the bag, y'all don't want to support him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, put Screech on, man. Uh, on December 26, 2014, Diamond was arrested
0: in Ozaukee County, Wisconsin, for possession of a switchblade knife, which he was alleged to have pulled during a uh, bar altercation in which a man was stabbed. Amanda Schultz, his fiance, also faced the charge of disorderly conduct in relation to the incident, was found guilty and fined $500. On May 29, 2015, Diamond was convicted of two misdemeanors carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct. He was clear of the most serious charge recklessly endangering public safety um he served a sentence four months in prison he served three months and was released on probation so i mean that's that's why they don't want to work with him because he got into a bar fight and like stabbed somebody
3: what was the last year that you said 2019 2018 2015 and that's so long ago man give screech the (laughs) bag bro my goodness Disney is
0: not going to work with him he stabbed somebody Disney
3: works with kevin hart he didn't stab anybody (laughs) kevin hart uh, um has driven drunk 90 billion times gets in car accidents and leaves the scene of the crime Make you know what on. you're right
4: fuck kevin hart guys <laughs> that dude needs to I go mean, to jail i mean i agree <laughs> yeah that's ax- bad. absolutely
0: and if he does actually do that fuck kevin i'm hart. on the other side of it where it's like also cancel kevin hart yeah that's i, kinda, I, I, I think didn't that, mean to say that i think that driving you're the one who did it
3: i think you that know what i'm I think just saying equality for the sake of equality and <clears> you know what if i'm gonna bring people up the girl from family matters did porn too and I want to see her on the show. But the I don't think they care matters about matters the porn, porn thing. I don't yes. think,
0: like, like. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue the is that guy, he yeah. stabbed somebody. Yeah. And if we're talking about Kevin Hart, I think that's worse. I th- I think that driving drunk and endangering other people around you is like one of the most abhorrent thing ab- abhorrent things you can do. I think it's disgusting that you would ever get behind a wheel intoxicated and endanger the lives he's of it families Dude, I think it's. I think, a it's of shit. I think it's one of the grossest things you can do. Let me and let me answer this question. I'm gonna
2: pivot from from Mr. Hart and go back to Mr. Diamond. Oh yeah. So does anyone I've seen the saved by the bells, uh, but I was a little it was a little past my uh, age. But is anyone like no, we need him. I mean, he. He's I think the he guy. was. I think he was the fan favorite of the really? show. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. He was, more than Zach. He was the more Ur- than
4: Zach. I mean, Zach yeah. was the heart. Or not even really Zach was the heartthrob. He was just
2: but the like, guy leading the like, show. As a
0: kid, Screech was like the herb we like,
4: of Saved by the Bell.
2: Uh, to me, he was the most annoying. I, was, I mean, mostly it was all we all like. I mean, I was every maybe Kelly. wanted to be Dang. one of the top
4: guys, but everybody identified as Screech.
2: Really? Because to me, Screech was annoying on purpose. He wasn't I think, like annoying, like, oh, he's just a nerdy kid, he doesn't know, but he was like purposely annoying.
0: If they if they if they brought if they brought back family matters for a reboot and just did not involve Urkel at all, but people would up. people would freak out. Yeah. And there'd be like a yes, what agree. You, you can't do family matters without Urkel. But the I think the reason why this happened, that they're doing the Save by the mm-hmm. Bell reboot and like Screech isn't involved, and like it's just moving forward without it. I think the reason for that is because I don't think anybody gives a shit about say by saying. the Bell. Yeah. Oh. No, just oh, the show oh, in general. Yeah, okay. I think the show was liked when it was on. I don't think that it was anybody's favorite show. I think the show was fairly <laughs> mediocre when it existed. Oh, 100%. I think people liked it, but I don't think anybody is riding for Say by the Bell in the same way that people ride for Family Matters or Full House or... Proud Family. Proud family. Proud yeah, family. what does that have to do with this? It's coming back. What's yeah, the controversy? Sure. Yeah, about? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm talking about, I'm like, talking about like, live oh, action. Oh, like people would ride for it. Yeah, I don't think anybody is like anybody rides for Save by the Bell. I think that mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's favorite show was Stay by the Bell.
2: It feels more like they're riding for it, ironically. So Screech was
0: the fan favorite of the show, but to the degree that anybody was a fan of Saved
4: by the Bell,
2: yeah. it would be interesting if. Uh, the producers and cast got together and, like, yeah, let's bring back Lark. And that's it. And Dustin's like,
4: well, no, that's good. I, I mean, if they want to do that, that would be completely okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because Dustin stabbed somebody.
2: Yeah. That's what yeah. I and heard. She has a mental condition. Yeah. That she is getting She has help a mental for. condition and she didn't stab anyone.
4: Exactly. <laughs> so Stabbing bring back, back Lark. That's Absolutely. Right, man.
3: Y'all sensitive. <laughs> Listen, is if they could do a uh, full house without the Olsen twins, they could do it without Screech. Unfortunately, Screech, you got to go out and. I don't know. Do more points. If I found out that anybody
0: here stabbed somebody, I would not have hired
3: them. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's just. That's just I mean, oh, you you <laughs> even, <too, Todd? laughs> even, even if it was self defense, uh, but this wasn't self defense. I know it was a bar altercation. All okay, right. If you judge. have
4: a knife and somebody else doesn't have a knife, that's not self defense.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, if you're, it, it's
3: it, he. All right. It, he, didn't, he wasn't attacked. He got into a fight at a bar. Everybody who's listening to this right now, I would like for you to comment or email. or What's the nostalgia email? NostalgiaCastPod at gmail.com. Send us an email and say, do you need the whole story? Tweet us <laughs> at, at the Cast. You hear the story. Somebody gets into a bar altercation mm-hmm. and they stab somebody. Do you need to hear the whole story, or do you immediately convict them at the? Yes, you do
0: cast. need to hear the whole story. But we know the whole story. You he don't. started the fight. He's no. an asshole. He's got a history
2: of violence. So
3: he was losing the fight, and maybe he had to pull the knife out, let people know what the real. So deal yeah, was. that's
4: what self defense like, is to Kelby. Yeah, <laughs> making sure like, you
2: win. That's your question for the nostalgia
4: yeah. cast. Yep.
2: Fans. Also, add a little nostalgia. Have you ever stabbed someone? Tell us about
3: it. <laughs> At the nostalgic. And do
2: you feel nostalgic it. about it?
4: What's your yeah.
3: tweet, Todd? Again, one more time. At the nostalgia cast. At the nostalgia cast on Twitter. But twitter they- Dang <laughs> it. First of
2: all. Okay, boomer. <laughs>
3: twitter, Twitter. I had a
0: you know those things. But we don't need to have that question answered because yeah, yes, you is. do need to hear the whole story before passing judgment. But that is a moot point, because
4: we do know so the whole story. So you prefer that he just gotten beat up? Than stabbing someone? Than stabbing somebody? He started the fight! Doesn't Sounds matter. Sounds like he
2: needed to get beat up. <laughs> or maybe just use these
3: as his weapons. Exactly!
1: It's what kind,
4: what kind of a little,
3: little of this action. bitch do you have to
2: be? <laughs> a little of this action. All right. A little thunder, a little like. I was trying
3: to fight for you, my man, Dustin, but... They don't want you to get the bag. They want you to stay in porn. So Why are you
0: fighting for... Du- he's, a, he's a notorious Nobody asshole. Nobody loved him. Loved him. That's why. Everybody Dust loved in him. The he was screech the favorite diamonds, character. See? He was an asshole. He treated everyone like shit on the set. They all hated him because he was such a piece of shit. Damn, you don't
2: maybe, know. Maybe Twitter loves him. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Go find out on the Twitter. Uh,
0: so I'm going to be saying that forever. Last episode, uh, as part of Can You Go For That, we talked about uh, Christopher Lloyd saying that he wa- he would love to do uh, Back to the Future 4. And I think in uh, I think I feel like Back to the Future has just come into the zeitgeist because Christopher Lloyd said that, and then there was that recent uh, deep fake video where they took a scene from Back to the Future with uh, uh, Doc Brown and Marty McFly in the height of the hallway of the high school, and they put Robert Downey Jr.'s face on Christopher Lloyd, and they put Tom Holland's face on on uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I think it's just becoming the in the zeitgeist. People are talking about it. So as a result of that. Uh, Co-creator, co-writer of the Back to the Future trilogy, Bob Gale, the one that is not Robert Zemeckis who directed the film, he recently spoke out and he he said... So co-writer and producer Bob Gale... Uh, continues to insist that he will never see a remake or reboot of the Back to the Future series and the reasoning uh, that we will never see a remake or reboot of the Back to the Future series and the reasoning he provides is definitely solid. From an interview with BBC News, he says uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this because part, part so of this much. is funny. Uh, not funny but funny in, in terms of what we talked about last episode. Uh, so he says, uh, you know, you don't sell your kids into prostitution. It was the wrong thing to do. Uh, we put <laughs> the end at the end of Part three, plus Michael J. Fox isn't in shape to do the movie. And nobody wants to see Marty McFly having Parkinson's disease. And uh, nobody wants to see another actor playing Marty McFly if it's supposed to be a a continuation. Before we talk about this, just for context, uh, officially a new movie can't ever happen without the permission of Gale and director Robert Zemeckis as the two actually had it written into their contracts with Universal that no new Back to the Future movie can be made without them giving it the green light. And this is the this is the reason why number one a Back to the Future reboot has never happened and why it's likely to never happen because uh you know in a very in a unprecedented contract move uh they have it in their contract that like they both have to agree and give permission before they can ever do another sequel or a reboot of Back to the Future.
2: I love that they put that in their contract. That's yeah, yeah. That that's so
4: smart. I really like that as 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 like their. Their rules, but also, fuck, <laughs> fuck that guy. Well, just, really, just really quick before we get to okay. that. I <laughs> uh, so,
0: and the, so and the reason why they were able to do that is because whenever they did this movie, it's funny because you can you end up being able to get away with these things whenever people don't care as much. Uh, when you have a really big thing that everyone's really excited about and really enthusiastic about, then that's whenever your contracts you kind of get screwed a little bit. But you know the whole thing with Back to the Future was. Uh, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale had come off of basically doing two movies that were huge financial failures. They did "Used Cars" in "1942." Great movie, "Used and, Cars." Uh, so they did. They did uh, "I Want to Hold Your Hand." Uh, okay, that was their first movie. Yeah. It was like a small movie. It did okay. Yeah. Uh, so off off of that, they did "Used Cars," uh, which was produced by uh, Steven Spielberg. Financial failure. Yeah. And then, and then they and then they co-wrote "1942," which. Steven Spielberg directed... 1941. 1941, sorry. uh, Huge, giant financial flop. It's a a turd. Uh, So they basically were in a situation where they had just basically fucked over Steven Spielberg twice. And they had this movie. Steven Spielberg was hesitant to support them on it because they had basically just written two flops that he had his name on. And nobody wanted to do the movie. They shopped it around and nobody wanted it because it involved a thing where a kid goes back in time and then his mom, like, has the hots for him. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, Disney was like, this is porn.
1: We like it. (laughs) So they finally got it. Thank
0: you. They finally got a deal by attaching Michael J. Fox to it. It was literally on the strength of Michael J. Fox being attached to it because he was huge and hot from Family Ties at the time. So he got attached to it, which gave it a little bit more clout, which finally got it uh, greenlit at Universal. But because... People, because their names, they were sort of in, like, writer jail at the time. Uh, Writer and director jail where, like, people just kind of didn't want to work with him because they Mm. had just done these two big flops. Uh, And also the IP was sort of very – I mean, people didn't – producers didn't think that, like, time travel was a thing that anybody would go see a movie about. And also the whole, like, incest stuff (laughs) in it was just very iffy for everybody. So – it was it was greenlit at Universal on the strength of Mar- Michael J. Fox, but they were all, they were very hesitant about it. So they were more well willing to give them things like that because they didn't think they thought this movie was going to be a failure. So they were like, "Yeah, sure,
2: you Wasn't, get you get fucking final yeah, cut. Yeah, take what you want. Yeah. it's fine." Wasn't Eric Stoltz the first one though?
0: Well, yeah, but the the yeah, you're right. No, I'm yeah, you're 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 right. Yeah,
2: so maybe what? the maybe that part of the Michael J. Fox part.
0: Yeah, maybe right. that maybe that part I'm misremembering because yeah. you're right what? originally eric stoltz was marty mcfly they shot like 80 percent of the yeah. movie with oh, him i've heard about this yeah. and then they were and then like through pro- <laughs> like at some point through production robert zemeckis was just like this is not working yeah and so they made this really difficult decision to recast him with michael j fox and actually some of the footage that they shot with eric stoltz is still in the movie that's but, yeah you're right you're but right. i would you're, like to
1: point out that right. if
4: somebody book. in a screener had told them that he wasn't good for the part they could have handled that a lot earlier <laughs> <laughs> but no
0: that, that this was way earlier before they would ever have shown right. it to anybody yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so i don't remember you're right yeah. and i don't i don't remember what, the, what how they were able to get it greenlit at universal i was misremembering yeah. that i think it was that because michael j fox was attached yeah but now that you've pointed that out I don't remember why, but for some reason just it got, it got it. greenlit. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a very hesitant way, yeah. where like Universal was like, we don't really have we'll a We'll just of faith put it out. This. We'll
2: put, you, here's your budget, take it <clears throat> or leave it. Yeah. What about what's going to happen? This sounds dark, but they die. Do you think Universal's like, all right,
3: here's Back to the Future for Because they're dead. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on It'll the whole probably, thing with their estate and stuff. Yeah. It but, could be something like, uh, how the Ghostbuster movie. Yeah. Come that's back? what I would imagine. Is something like that, yeah. where it's like a reimagining of the story and they kind of, yeah, talk but they about- still
2: need, uh, they wouldn't need permission anymore. So they can do anything they want. If if Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis die, but, but yeah, also, yeah, so
0: yeah. to go back to oh, yeah. <laughs> what you were saying, which I knew you would talk about, despite the fact that I love that they got this written into their contract and they just have the keys to the mm-hmm. kingdom. And that's why we've never seen a shitty reboot of back to the future. Mm-hmm. Bob Gale is a fucking dick. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not talking about this oh. thing. I'm saying like in general, he's just an asshole. That's why he, that's why he's never really done a lot. Like he, he wrote those three movies. He co-wrote those three mm-hmm. movies. I want to hold your hand, use cars in 1941. And then he wrote the back to the future trilogy. One of the most popular, highest grossing film franchises of all time. And then after that, he kind of never did anything else. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he wrote a couple more movies, but, he hasn't really worked a lot, uh, probably partially because he probably just made enough money from Back to the Future. He's yeah. just like, eh. But also because he's just hard to work with, and he's just kind of burned bridges in the industry uh, because he's just kind of notoriously like a hard to work with dick. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a surprise that he would say something like this yeah. because he's just kind of a just a boomer douchebag.
3: Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't know, but I was gonna say like, in what way is he kind of like, um, the, um, Edward Ed Norton? hard to work with or like he's just or like um uh james cameron hard to work with. he's just like very
0: opinionated and kind of hard to budge on things even if like his opinion isn't necessarily practical or or right and he's unwilling to like collaborate with people and uh so people just don't like really working with him
2: all right sounds like someone in this office todd
4: yeah yep. i don't talk about todd like that. Don't, ableist trash Whoa, uh, I thought we were drawing connections between him and uh Bob. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and but now. that
0: that I'm not surprised at him saying that, but it's funny because we literally were like, I would only like to see a Back to the Future sequel if it's about Marty McFly yeah. with Parker and, with yeah. Yeah. and yeah. he goes
2: back in time to fix it. I think that's really moving, I think that's wonderful. Like, he's I like, know. I gotta fix it, but that but it. that
0: feels very much like uh, just a like. A very kind of like tone deaf thing for him to say yeah. that like Why? somebody who somebody who just hasn't been in the industry for so long and doesn't just, just is disconnected and just isn't up to speed with like how things have gone and doesn't realize like how insensitive that is to say what what do you what, what yeah you, i don't understand th- the faces you're a, making it's, it's objectively a, what's,
4: you don't, what's, what's the insensitive, to say insensitive? That. Yeah, that's like, that, like saying the prostitutes nobody wants to see a black superman Wait, All right maybe nobody what's going wants on? to see that. But, but that's what I'm saying. What, people what? do want to see a character Read with Parkinson's to me the part where, Saying that oh. nobody wants to see a Marty Marty McFly with Parkinson's. Oh. Yeah, that's I think terribly insensitive. I think
3: how how it's his people thing. with
4: Parkinson's disease w- want to be represented with by characters that aren't completely inhibited by it in every way. The yeah. way they are portrayed. Didn't, now.
3: Mike, Mike, didn't Michael J. Fox have a show about him in Parkinson's and it didn't do that well? Having Parkinson's. I, I
0: think you're just making up that it didn't do that well.
3: It didn't do that well. Right? I mean, it did it, a it, season. It may have gotten canceled, but that doesn't—that doesn't
4: mean that and people I don't want to see characters think, yeah. with Parkinson's disease. It I means think that they in didn't his like mind,
3: it's not about the Parkinson's disease. I think he's probably thinking more about the fact that uh, Barney McFly is representative of youth, like a young character who. I like is it is this huge character and then to see him i don't want to say like necessarily decrepit but no longer in that place where he was i think in his mind well, the, it's like uh, to see s- something so youthful and powerful of when he made it that that's, you know that, i mean the only the i don't only, know how that's insensitive the
0: only reason well i'll explain to you exactly why it's insensitive but uh, the only reason why it doesn't make sense is because we've already seen future marty in Back to the Future Two, and we've seen that in his late in his fifties, he doesn't have Parkinson's, and so that's the only reason why it doesn't make uh, sense is that we've we've already yeah. seen him.
2: But I, you could just pretend that never happened. He could have that's gotten it, it. Like it anything, could have got. Well, you, you
0: couldn't pretend it never happened, but you could maybe he got it after, mm. or maybe whenever he changed the future and got <laughs> rid of the alternate reality. Uh, where Biff becomes the fucking mayor or whatever, Uh, not mayor, but when he becomes super rich and powerful, maybe something about how he changed the timeline, caused him to branch off and get Parkinson's. Uh, you could, you, I mean, you could, you could come up it's, it's a fucking time travel. It's movie. a way, yeah, easy to jokes, it's way easy to explain it. The way. idea that the reason why it's insensitive is because he's literally saying, so there's all these people that like suffer Parkinson's and he's basically saying like, nobody wants to see you. That's nobody- not what he
3: said. Yes, he is. He said, nobody, That's wants exactly see Marty said what nobody wants to see Marty McFly with Parkinson's. Yeah. He didn't say nobody wants to see a movie about a person with Parkinson's. Isn't that what he said? I feel like if you replace Parkinson's with black. You would just you're you're being
0: you're being so hypocritical because you talk about these things on your podcast all the time. But, nostalgia. but because you don't have par- Parkinson's and because you don't know anyone with Parkinson's, you just are shutting off Bro, our I'm not, empathy.
3: I'm not just saying he's saying nobody wants to see somebody with Parkinson's. He's saying nobody wants to see this character that. I created. Who is this Marty? Ultimately, but youthful that's young the, character. But that's the thing
0: is like that's the argument people have about why there should never be a black Superman because they say like Superman's white. He's not black. Yeah. But it would be very valuable to take an existing powerful character that everybody knows and loves. And destroy the illusion that that character has to be white by making him black, and then people right. will be like, "Oh yeah, I guess it doesn't matter what he is, and, and the idea that he's white is just a illusion. It's just a, it's just a made up
3: rule that I'm. That's suppo- not the same thing. Yes, it is. Because what you're saying is what you're saying is black is a disease. No, no, that's the, not. Oppo- no it's not. Well, the opposite of what, of what I'm saying is he's saying nobody wants to see this character who was young, youthful, going into the past, jumping into the future, doing all it's, this stuff, and now decrepit and old and, with, and riddled with disease. To you, me, I'm like, okay, I get that. You're
0: conflating two things. There is a validity to the idea that nobody wants to see a movie about a youthful character years later as just this old man. There, there is a validity to that of like, yeah, maybe maybe a fourth Back to the Future shouldn't be made because we just don't need to see these characters in their older years or whatever. But that sure. has nothing to do with him having Parkinson's. And I think that it would be very valuable. And no, I'm not saying that being black is a disease. I'm saying that there are people in this world that are that have a identity, whether that is being black or being female or, or dealing with some kind of disease or me- mental handicap. And it's not to say that being black is is a disease or a mental handicap. It's just saying that there are people that have these identities, being fat or whatever, sure, uh, and they don't get to see themselves represented on screen a lot, in, it, a, they especially don't have to and be when in every movie and whenever they, whenever
4: they whenever they do get, <laughs> they it's
3: his character they, in his movie. Okay, but his Marty mind,
4: McFly, like, Marty McFly represents teenagers in America. He's supposed to be somebody that you can see yourself as going on these adventure adventures. It would be okay. very,
0: and, it would and, be very powerful say, to be like. Here's a character, an established character. Everybody knows them. Everybody loves them. And he got this disease. And now let's see. And obviously, th- this is never going to happen. They're yeah. never going to make a back to the Future movie where Marty McFly has Parkinson's. But it would be very a very powerful and empowering statement to make a movie where they flip that paradigm and they say, like, somebody with Parkinson's disease can be
3: the main character that's of a fine. movie. I mean, I get that, in your opinion, that's a good movie. And I don't disagree that that's a good movie, but I just don't understand why what he said is offensive. I I just don't get it.
4: Because when you create a character that's supposed to represent any teenager in America, and you say that this character nobody wants to see it with your specific ailment, it means that you're less than those people. That's it means not, that's, that's not what he's saying. He he's, I, he sees you as less than what the American standard should be, or the or the teenage standard should. be. Yeah, he's
0: saying he's saying nobody wants to see Marty McFly with Parkinson's, which is which yeah. is just. Parkinson's erasure. It's just like, nobody wants to see that. Just get that away right. from us. Get that off oh, our screens.
4: That's not how I read it. But...
2: How does Bane read it?
4: God damn it. <laughs> Why did you do that for? Bob Gale is ableist trash. Thank you.
0: If he... If, Sorry. If any of his family care? members dealt with Parkinson's, he'd be more empathetic. But unfortunately, human nature dictates that we don't care about things unless they directly uh, affect us. I Perfect.
3: did
2: it because I hate myself.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, either way. All right.
0: First news: Diablo Four is going to let you rebind movement and attack from left click.
2: <gasps> I have no idea what that means. I just
0: created my literally. Have no, no I'm just, idea. We're not. We're not going to talk about that. I just. I just yeah. thought it'd be funny <laughs> if I. If I.
3: <laughs> say this literally again.
2: that's just like one salad in my head i understand none of it. it's
0: diablo 4 is coming out and there's like there's a there's a new it, diablo is a franchise that's like has a huge fan base and hundreds of thousands of people play it and the thing about these games is like when you love these games you get really into the minute mechanics of it Every little detail of it, of it, like, people who play it get obsessed with, like, the the little minute details of the, of the mechanics. So when they announced that Diablo 4 was going to have these, ch- these like, changes to the mechanics of the game, it was, like, huge news within, like, video game circles. And I saw a lot of articles about it. Like, you can attack from the left click. And I just thought it'd be funny if I just added that as if we were going to talk about that as a news story. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> just yeah. dug deep in
1: it.
3: Well, shout out to Diablo
0: so, uh, it's it's, a, it's official news. Speaking of uh, Stevie Spielberg, uh, <laughs> he is no longer directing Indiana Jones 5, and James Mangold is in talks, in talks to direct Indiana Jones 5.
3: James Mangold, he did um, he directed, Wolverine? He yep. directed
0: The Wolverine and Logan, he's as a, well as 310 to Yuma. He's done a lot of good stuff. Which is a better movie he's, than either 3
3: of those two.
2: 310 to Yuma is really though. good. It's a, he's a very, he's uh, one of those, like, Solid directors uh, yeah he he there's, not a lot lot, there's not a lot of flash and flare, but you're like he knows how to like tell a story. Dope.
0: The fifth Indiana Jones movie has been in development for years now ever since Disney regained their full rights of the franchise from Paramount. However, it's had a difficult time moving forward and has easily been delayed twice from its original summer 2019 release date due to script rewrites. Uh, of course, it doesn't help that Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford um, have been keeping as busy as ever through it all. Uh, Variety is reporting Spielberg has decided to step down as director on Indiana Jones 5, but will remain on board as a producer. Mangold, whose recent films include the Oscar-nominated X-Men movie Logan and last year's Ford vs. Ferrari, is currently in talks to replace him at the helm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be less... I couldn't... Care less about a story yeah. of something that I should care
4: about a lot. I zoned out middle
2: of I'm, it. Um, I am mildly interested at best because I was going to see it either way, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll you see. You substituted it. a guy for another guy. Yeah, I'll see yeah. it,
0: but like, it's it's just it's just a testament to how these like pop culture is just so like like the the current m- movie industry just churns sh- pop pop culture so much that like it can make you just not care about something that you love. Yeah. yeah. Cuz it's like I should care about this and I just I just don't like I don't I I'll see it but like I'm not particularly I've, excited about another Indiana Jones movie. I should be mad or upset that Steven Spielberg is not directing it because he's directed all of them. I mean, he got family I issues But I kind of right don't now. care.
1: He got what issues? <laughs> he got family issues. I mean, right I think that. it would have been... That's why he dropped out. <laughs> <and> he's <laughs> just like, oh.
2: Yeah, I mean... I think it would have been knows? interesting if it had been a different director. Than James Mangold? Because James Mangold is so very just like in the establishment, a great director, but... Troy no, Duffy. Like, like <laughs> if it was uh, Ryan... Um, Johnson. No. Can I, who Kugler? Uh, oh. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. That'd be or, an interesting or if it was Quentin Tarantino, one of these guys that has some a little more flow, you'd be like, "Oh wow, that's really interesting, but it's just hmm. it's just a, yeah. a a guy for another James guy." James Mangold is nah. like a
0: is like a is like a Sean uh Mendes? Sean no, not Sean Mendes. <laughs> oh, I love him. Good uh, reference. Yeah, is, good yeah, reference. Yeah. Uh, he's like a, he's like a Peyton Reed. just did the
2: I did. Okay.
0: He's a he's a Peyton Reed or a Sean Levy, just like a, a studio oh. director guy who's just yeah. like he'll come in and just make a movie that just
3: has no style to it. Yeah, and, no, be, and he'll do it, he'll
2: do it well, he'll do it under budget or on budget, and there'll be no issues. And no, no, no.
3: Side note No no no. I just watched Ford vs. Ferrari and it was fantastic. What is it? Good.
2: How good it can is. it be? It's, oh, yeah. it's it is entertaining. And fun. Once I stopped watching it, uh, it left
4: my mind. Do you have to be into cars for a no? No, I hate no, cars. you don't. You really, don't, really? I don't like so cars. Good. Is it like I, it's the good. banter between them is good or no, it's the story?
3: Just, I mean, Christian Bale, well done. You know, acts his butt off, and it's just good. Almost literally like, sometimes. Yeah, and I, I like, I went into it. That's a good reference. No, yes. I know. Yeah, the booty muscle. Yeah, he's good, man. James Mangle's good, and Logan, yeah. so, like, he's good. He's, I, I yeah. but there's that, a, that, that, there's no. He deal.
0: is solid, but he doesn't have. He doesn't have a dis- he doesn't have a yeah. singular style.
3: Or like if like that means he's a chameleon. That makes yeah, even no, better. we're we're giving him
2: props. We're yeah. just for sure, yeah, because it's it's, it's just nothing so, unique. Yeah, You're like, like white oh. bread. It, like if it it'd been seem... like 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 if it'd been like a Tarantino or a Spike Lee, and you Ryan Gouley, you'd be that like,
3: oh shit, that's really crazy. Darren Aronofsky should wait. No, <laughs> that I would be weird it. too. No, I got it. What's my man's name from Breaking Bad? Uh, Brian Cranston. No, no, no. The 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 creator. Uh, Oh, Gillian. If he did it and everything was shaky cam. Oh (laughs) God! Wow. All right. It's
2: just
0: it's Indiana Jones five, but like everything is like you see Indiana Jones through a clear frying pan. Yeah. From from the perspective (laughs) of the stove. (laughs) That'd be amazing.
3: Yo, I just got a job. I should, yo, I'm gonna tweet him right now. Tweet here, him right
2: now. tweet <laughs> him. Literally, you need to tweeter him on every episode. Yeah. Oh,
0: Shia LaBeouf is like, "We're gonna go on an
3: adventure, bitch." <laughs> 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 Wait, tell me what company is making this? Oh, it's Disney. Lucas okay, Films. Yeah. Okay, okay, Lucas Films.
4: Got it. I mean, what are they gonna go after this time? What is there?
3: More gold. Did
4: they do the
2: Fountain of Youth already? Oh no! All right. But that's fake. All these other things are real, right? <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> right. The my aliens. Right. The yeah.
0: aliens. The ancient aliens yeah. that made contact with the that's Aztecs. That's real. Fine Face melting. Found youth is fake. Yeah. Jesus.
3: God. Vince yeah. Gilligan is not on Twitter.
2: Uh, no. Really? Say his name. Hmm. You can uh, talk to me. Uh, no, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> nope. I, I tried <laughs> to go for a Vince <laughs> Gilligan, and it's just <laughs> I could It's weird. It's weird.
0: He's he's got a very he's got a very strange and unique voice where he he got, he's very he's got like a. A little bit of like a he's from like Virginia or something it's like, like that. Very up and, and he's like really soft
3: spoken and he he's it's kind like of a, like, like a like a Lincoln yeah. kind of. So who you who you tweeting? I'm gonna tweet her uh, Lucasfilms underscore ltd and then I'm gonna just add Disney to it. Why not? Do it, yeah. do it, do it. Do what do you what do you
2: what do you what are you, you,
3: you tweeting? Okay, I'm gonna say uh, at Lucasfilms, I would like to see Vince Gilligan direct the new Indiana Jones movie. Also, I need my cut for that. <laughs>
0: You a finder's fee yeah, for yeah. just suggesting Ted Lu on that directs it. <laughs>
3: I don't know Lewis,
4: I... Yeah, he's gonna be like, you, lose, you use my Twitter clout. I need
2: some of that. <laughs> that's right. I need my cut.
0: Before we get to this story, mm-hmm. I just have to really preface this more than any story we've ever talked about. You've got you've got to take this with a truckload of salt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking bathe in it. All right, because this story is most likely so total bullshit. But I just had to talk about it because it is such a crazy thing that is making its rounds on the internet right now. And people are talking about it. But it's just this huge rumor. It's really unsubstantiated. And, like, it's, it sounds so absurd that I even kind of feel ridiculous even talking about it. But we had to talk about it. So, recently, uh, you know, there's been a lot of shakeup with, with DC Comics. So, DC Comics is owned by at and it's part of the bigger machine of all that stuff. I did not know that. Uh, AT&T owns <laughs> fucking, you know, they own Time Warner. They own Turner Broadcasting, which is a subsidiary of Time Warner. They own DC Comics. That's why, you know, the DC movies are all Warner Brothers and all that stuff. And obviously, the DC movies, you know, haven't, have not been very inconsistent in their performance. You've had a couple of hits, mostly just a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. The comics industry, you know, notoriously is just – has struggled for decades. I mean, Marvel Comics back in the 90s was filing for bankruptcy. Uh, And, you know, comics just – they just don't sell well. And they always try these gimmicks. Uh, The biggest thing that comics do – they they did this back in the 90s where they basically uh, – they stayed afloat and they had this huge bubble where – They produce all these different variants for comics. So a comic will come out, like whatever. Uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, number 67. Uh, And there's five different variant covers. So there's the main one, and then there's like the second variant that's like the cover's drawn by a different artist. And then there's like the holographic version, and then there's the -the glow-in-the-dark version. And then a bunch of people will buy all of these thinking that they're going to be worth money someday. So somebody will go to the store and they'll buy all five variant versions of this issue this comic. And they're old, they don't even read comics. They don't care about mm-hmm. comics. But they just think that they're going to be worth money someday because there's this myth that comics are going to be valuable if you hold on to them, which is not true. And so that happened in the 90s. And there was this kind of boom where people were buying comics and they were kind of doing well. And then that, that whole thing kind of just like imploded. And that's whenever Marvel almost went out of business mm. whenever they filed for bankruptcy. And it's kind of happening again now where like that variant cover thing is like really big now. But it's kind, it's still like – the comics industry has always struggled. Mm. And the only reason why Marvel Comics is, is, is doing as well as they do is because of the movies yeah. basically. Uh, but DC doesn't really have that. So, you know, sales are struggling for DC Comics. And the movies aren't really helping that well and there's rumor there's a lot of rumors that basically AT&T is kind of like saying like yeah oh, we we think we might be getting out of the comic publishing business mm-hmm. so there there's rumors that they're going to sell off DC comics and the biggest rumor is that they're going to sell off DC comics and Disney is like the front runner to buy them so this rumor is essentially that like it, there could be a possibility that Disney buys DC Comics and basically just merges that universe with Marvel. And then you have fucking Captain America, the Hulk, Batman, and Superman hanging out. Which has know. happened before. They've had crossovers mm-hmm. in the comics. That's not like an unprecedented thing. Yeah. There's been many crossovers between DC and, and Marvel over the years. But definitely not in the movies.
3: Was Joker a DC film? Yeah. Under DC or was it?
0: Yeah, it was Warner Brothers. Okay. Uh, the joker is, is a dc comics character. um so this this is this is the this is the rumor that's that's floating around right now. uh and it's basically on the heels of the fact that uh yeah, this is I don't I don't even know what the origin is this this is but this is just like some some insiders quote unquote have been uh saying that this is like a rumored thing where AT&T is thinking mm-hmm. about selling dc and like obviously disney would be the right there being like
3: We'll, we'll take that. Yeah. We'll take that Something off your hands. About that, seems like it probably won't happen. I don't think any of this. This, this is yeah. this is
0: insane. This is like this. This would be the craziest shit that's ever happened yeah. in like the world of media. If <laughs> DC was bought by Marvel, yeah, and the characters were merged together.
3: Yeah, I mean the thing is like what comes to my mind immediately is um, this whole HHI index market share thing where when two companies merge is it legal in the United States but then i was just like well comic books is it like comic books and comic movies are kind of like a subgenre of something else so i don't know i don't know if that would you know matter cuz if you remember like the whole AT&T sprint merger and that like didn't happen you know because it was illegal yeah um i don't know if that would you know, if that would be a part of that. But um, also I think DC's issue, the the issue with them joining Disney is like the, the kind of content that they make is so out of Disney's pocket that then we'll just always be watching the same movies. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's certainly, like I said, I, I I think that this rumor, which is all it is should be taken with just yeah. a fucking quarter grain of just salt. like yeah. what planet is made of salt just that
1: take <laughs> yeah. it with that yeah there's, a, there's gotta be a planet out Eat there that's all made the out of entirely that. salt
3: yeah. uranus
4: did does this mean that marvel would also own like all the streaming rights to any dc stuff are they gonna uh, own the dc um uh, streaming service that whatever that's called and all that stuff too because i feel like
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I That's really, the thing. I, it's I really such a rumor. I really don't know if gotcha, those lines are drawn in the sand. I'll have, that, I'll, have to, I'll have to ask. I, I know the guy who runs that. Runs there, what? There, there can't be you know the DC, guy run... DC universe.
2: DC, just just DC. Yeah. It's Do you? Superman? Yeah. Superman mm. runs DC. Oh.
4: He does, yeah. yeah. And you know Superman. He's I feel like guy. Batman definitely runs DC. Mm. But... Okay. <laughs> they, they,
3: they'll they'll come out of this slump because uh, I feel like DC movies are starting to get better anyways. You know? Wonder um, yeah, Wonder Woman was good. And the uh, Wonder Woman's coming out. Yeah, this Another is all Wonder like Wonder Woman, and then um, rumor. this last one that just came, Joker, and then um, the Emancipation of Mimi. Yep, all of them.
0: The uh, Amazon Prime's League of Their Own TV show has announced full cast and
2: story details. This is
4: good. Oh, are they going to gender swap it? <laughs>
2: oh my god, that would be the most insulting fucking. It's fucking okay, it's a League of Their Own, set in the same time period. <laughs> but it's men. Yeah, <laughs> So it's just a baseball movie.
1: But a they, baseball they still
4: movie? they still keep the concept of it's like a woman is uh, Tom Hanks's character now. Oh, and they're all yelling at her still. Yeah, <laughs> they're just...
2: well, it's it's all the men who couldn't serve overseas. Oh, I like it's that. Yeah. Such, <laughs> that's, good. Oh. that's good. That's good. That's
0: <laughs> good. Amazon Prime has revealed new details about the upcoming "A League of Their Own" series. The streaming platform has revealed the full cast along with story details. The series is based on Penny Marshall's nineteen ninety 1990 movie, 1992 movie of the same name, which was, fiction, which was a fictional account of the All-American <laughs> Girls Professional Baseball League's origins. The movie was a hit at the box office and has since been recognized by the Library of Congress. Amazon's League of Their Own will focus on new characters as opposed to the same ones from Penny Marshall's film. Uh, the movie will begin with the formation of the All-Girls uh, Professional Baseball League in 1943. It then follows our heroes as they fight to keep the league alive through close games, uh, injuries, and sexual awakenings, and road trips across a rapidly changing United States. Oh, God. I'm going to...
3: If it doesn't have I cannot pronounce these
0: names. It's going to be so bad.
3: Uh, I think the G is silent. It needs to have America Forever and Gina Rodriguez in it. Demisola
0: Ikumelo will play Clance. Clancy? Clance? I don't know. Uh, Who was born and raised in Rockford. Clancy or Clance is Max I haven't seen this movie in a long time yeah. I don't remember the names uh, is Max's best friend or maybe these aren't even the names of the characters yeah they uh, might be new, they're new characters. Uh so Clancy is Max's best friend and biggest supporter and a budding young artist in her own right Kelly McCormick is Jess a mm. shortstop from Moose Jaw Canada say that name really easy uh, <laughs> I mean Facts.
1: it's just it's just objectively easier
0: for anybody I'm messing with you <laughs> Uh, Jess feels the most herself And wishes the games would never end Roberta Calindres will portray Mita A cool, calm, and collected Pitcher from Texas Ranch County Country, Texas Ranch Country Uh, Mita's got a killer poker face On and off the field She won't reveal her secrets easily Priscilla Delgado is Izzy Straight from Havana uh, Havana, sorry Izzy is the youngest, most enthusiastic peach Peach? (laughs) Melanie Field I think that's her name Mel- I think in the show, oh, her name is Peach. Melanie Field recurs as Joe. Uh, recurs? What?
4: Her name is Izzy in the show. Is
0: it a uh, show?
2: Oh, I'm
4: pretty. Uh, I'm, they might be the Peaches.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the. Yeah, maybe the that Georgia
2: is. Peaches is the name of the. Ah, team. yes. Haha.
0: A power hitter from Queens who That's has sexy. survived countless escapades with her best friend Greta, boisterous and up for anything. Joe will defend her teammates till the end. So mm. I, I literally do not know any of those people. This is so gonna be
3: strange. bad. Wow! No, I think it's gonna Did be. Did you see good. the original? Yeah, it'll probably be fire. <laughs> the
2: original is great. This, yeah, the I think they're gonna really do. Good. I think they're gonna honor it, and it's gonna be. I hope so. I'm gonna go on the limb and say it's gonna be better. Is it gonna be the library two thousands based?
0: No,
4: it's, it takes place. I mean, what? right
0: now,
1: current it, day, it whatever. Takes place in 1943.
0: No, it takes place in 1943. The, the
4: The movie is a, a about oh, a I'm real so thing that happened. Yes, like, they're inventing women's baseball now, right? They don't oh, have that God. now. <laughs> Are they allowed to dunk? <laughs> you gotta go
3: there is crying in baseball man that's crazy do they put an emotions in emotions
4: no John Cryer is gonna play the uh, coach
2: <laughs> that's, and that's the tagline yeah. <laughs> there thing is, is a Cryer in <laughs> baseball and it's just him like <laughs> <laughs> come see John Cryer he he's just the bald? only billing on there he's the
4: only billing <laughs> whatever is he still bald uh, from playing Lex Luthor, he is, yeah. That might be interesting. You think I fucking
0: have a webcam trained on him? <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the problem? So, what, oh, let me check. Oh, yeah.
1: Yep. He's, no, he's, he's got about an inch. Yeah. Wait, he's, he played Lex Luthor? Uh,
3: That's why he's bald. That's how he lost his hair. No. no, no,
4: he went bald because, uh, in the. He didn't go bald. He shaved he his shaved head. He shaved his head. No, he, he, ra- he irradiated himself like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, he really got into the character and for the, uh, what? Crossover event on on the DC
3: TV show universe. Oh, it's a TV show.
1: I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm keeping my hair for a TV show. Are, you would shave your head for <laughs> a second instantly if Tyler Perry <laughs> was like, hair. "I'm putting you in on um, Tyler Perry." Yeah, when when you the bow breaks too. You think I'm gonna cut my hair for two hundred and fifty dollars? I'm good. I'm, give me the role, but I'm give, give me a ball <laughs> cap if you can afford cap. it.
0: Listen, Tyler shaved his head for an audition that he didn't even come I close to getting.
1: Damn.
3: I I'm couldn't do the my, accent. My hair is like
2: one of He the, was auditioning
0: feet. for a punk. And so he's like I'm going to I'm going to be the I'm going to be the shining star of this audition. Was, I'm going to uh, shave my punk? fucking head. For,
4: for uh, uh, like a, I was going like to play a, a Scottish head. punk. Oh, for a punk. Okay.
0: And so he goes into this audition. He's like I I'm I'm gonna stand out. I shaved my head. I'm walking in with a leather jacket, and they're like, "Okay, cool." Uh, So your character's Scottish, (laughs) and he was like, "I can't do the accent." He didn't even
4: try to do the accent. He 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 even told them he couldn't. I didn't even even fucking try. Oh my god! I knew I couldn't do a Scottish accent at the time. And the the crazy thing is, he can (laughs) do a Scottish (laughs) accent. He can. Wow, you just bailed. Yeah.
0: Wow. (laughs) He has yeah. a perfectly good <laughs> so Scottish accent. He <laughs> shaved his head for an audition, see, I was, walked in there. They said, All right, your character's Scottish. He went, Oh, never mind, and left. <laughs> nah, you are, you bro.
2: Sorry to bother you.
3: Nah, you won't. <laughs> <broken. laughs> so, see, I wouldn't do that. And he can do a Scottish accent. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. You see, I, first of all, my hair is everything to me. So right, I'm right. not cutting my hair. Listen,
4: trust me, I haven't cut it since. You know what I mean, I got to get the
3: bag for that <laughs> for, to you,
0: to cut that is a hair, level so. of hot mess that hasn't even been like charted
3: on a scale yet i
4: believed i was going to be the greatest star alive Let,
3: listen to that i, I mean, thought could, I could don't actually don't, do it honestly don't do it now <laughs> oh, because cool, 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 when cool, you cool, was cool, in cool, that cool, room cool. you ain't do it <laughs> it's and, not my, uh, I, st- the opportunity has surpassed was, you so. i
4: was so like scarred from from doing that to myself that i was like i gotta learn how to do accents well, and that's mm. that was the catalyst. That's why
0: point. he's that's why he's growing his hair so long. It's like, I I need to get my hair as far away from bald as possible. Man, the scars wild. are too real. He's like, yeah. his hair is running away from that <laughs> moment psychologically.
3: My friend is casting a dark skinned black punk currently. I can send him because I see that you get method. Yeah, yeah I get, I get real <laughs> <now>, method. Now <laughs> I'll go full yeah. Robert Downing on at it. that time. For it.
0: At that time he was he couldn't do it, but now like he'll go yeah. he'll go all the way. God, God. Do it. Uh, R.L. Stein is uh, creating a new series of books based on the Garbage Pail Kids. But he didn't write...
2: He has nothing to do with them. The Garbage Pail Kids are fucking amazing. The legendary author
0: behind Goosebumps and Fear Street will next publish a middle-grade series based on the top company's pop culture phenomenon, Garbage Pail Kids. Uh, EW can announce exclusively. The author released released a (laughs) three-book deal with publisher Abrams Children's Books beginning with Welcome to Smellville, which will hit shelves this fall. Garbage Pail Kids first launched in 1985 as collectible sticker cards and has since grown to include merchandise such as T-shirts, toys, mobile and board, board games, and more. In Stein's vision, the Garbage Pail Kids are gross and weird and strange, but they're not bad kids. They just don't know any better. Welcome to Smellville introduces Adam Bomb, Brainy Janie, Junk Food John, and Nervous Rex as they get into Mischief. Battling bullies and their arch enemies, the Perfects.
3: Was this good? Was this good?
2: I mean, I I know Garbage Pail Kids from the stickers, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. There's
0: a movie. There's a Garbage Pail Kids movie from the '80s. Yeah, and it is fucking insane. It's a horror show. Yeah,
3: fever dream. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it sounds kind of interesting.
2: That's a good combo, Arl uh, Stein. Is it also. Oh, I'm he's gonna, so what is
3: he gonna, I was so fucking stupid. Is what, it going to be live action? Are they going to be live gonna, action books? What is he going <laughs> to do on
0: he's a It's a series of books. He's writing these oh, books. Oh, he's going to
3: write it. Yeah. It's a good, good combo.
0: I guarantee yeah. that he's doing this just to be able to option them into a show or a movie. That's sure. What I'm thinking. Go for it. No, nah, um, nobody
3: reads anymore.
4: I so. mean,. It's going to be so be nice. easy. Each character already has its lore. Like its its own like backstory. He can just yeah, make way, a movie I from mean, every single gonna one It's going to be way easy them. for him. Yeah.
0: All right.
3: This episode is called Lore.
1: <laughs>
0: Here's one for you, Kirk. Mm-hmm. You and you only. Santana and Earthwind & Fire announced a joint summer tour. Is it a Spike Lee joint? Emphasis on the joint.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: In the audience of that.
2: Oh, concert. yeah. Well, they need it for the glaucoma. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Petty time. <That> now who's making <laughs> yeah, old God, jokes? Dang. I can because yeah. I'm part of it.
3: Word.
0: After their first round, the first round of their intimate Las Vegas residency in May, Santana will uh, join Earth, Wind, and Fire on a summer tour, kicking off in Chula Vista, California, on June 19th. They'll hit major cities, including the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. On July 1st in New York's Jones Beach Theater on August 15th, they'll also make a stop at the original site for Woodstock, uh, now Bethel Woods Center for the Arts, on August 23rd, where Santana performed more than 50 years ago. It is a great joy and honor to co-share music with the magnificent elements of earth, wind, and fire, Carlos Santana said in a statement. We look forward to delight, joy, and ecstasy. (laughs) Uh, Lots of ecstasy I feel like a 20-year-old on stage playing with my band And they deliver incredible energy on every song He continued When we hit the stage, we know we will touch your heart And make you dance, sing, cry, laugh And leave your worries and fears behind The show will feature The hits of yesterday, today, and tomorrow With energy With energy Hmm. Maria, Maria Do you you remember (laughs) There you go I want the earth wind Yeah Going up in Spanish
2: hello. But that's not really a Santana song. I mean, it definitely. I mean, a it's from him. Song. But here's here hot you take. It? I'm not a huge Santana fan. I mean, I, it's not like I hate him. Uh, I, it's more Earth, Wind, and Fire that I'm here for. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to this, right? I would go to this. Cool. Can we skip Santana? <laughs> we can, we can I'll, get I'll, there okay, late. Nobody. I like
0: older '70s Santana yeah, stuff. The, the experimental uh, stuff. And, I just and my me. and my mom loved slash loves, like. 90s Santana. Oh, interesting. Where he became like, yeah, pop. Every album is like, I just work with all these different singers Yeah. and we do like collab songs. The
2: the his best collab is the one with Michelle Branch. No, his best collab is the one with Rob Thomas. No.
4: Just like the absolutely.
1: ocean little bit, moon, little this. It's little bit of this is the same sweet emotion that, that, that I got to you now we got the kind of love that
2: little be so bit smooth. of this. Yeah. Give
0: me a hot make it real. All oh. else forget about it. That was right. a fucking brilliant mashup.
2: <laughs> that was great. That oh. worked. Kelby hated it. Did it work? Uh. Todd, that was her. Is your
4: mustache working, Todd? (laughs) Then that's the answer to both questions, isn't it? Don't ever
3: talk to my guy like that. I love his mustache, and he knows it. (laughs) Mexican
0: standoff of defending (laughs) people. Ooh.
3: i just Ooh. i felt so empowered right time, now having time on my get back. your dustin knife <laughs> <Get> your- <laughs> <laughs>
0: the knife that dustin diamond used in that
2: in that bar fight that you bought on ebay that's what every knife needs to be called now. Get don't your, cash get me your outside, your i just though. gave you oh, a no. business
3: <laughs> how about that you don't need save by the bell you about to sell knives yeah. uh
0: yeah i knew that this is uh yeah.
2: Very excited, even though, uh, if we're being honest, it's only the three original members of Earth, Throne of and Fire, and, se- and then Session Players, because yeah. they've been around a while.
0: One day, uh, Kirk will will be able to say, do you remember? <laughs> it was the 19th day of June.
2: And then I'll go, no, I don't remember. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> we, were, we were way too hot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also
4: not to give free promotion but to give free promotion. I've seen like two shows at the Tula Vista Amphitheater that they do uh, their shows at. And it's a great oh. great place to see a show.
2: Good to
3: know. Where is that?
4: Uh Tula Vista, Vista, California. Yeah. It's
3: uh, <laughs> Is that where you're from, Todd? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, but it's in San Diego. Why are you riding oh, for? Oh, it's Chula it's Vista yeah, it's Okay, got it, got it. Got it. Outside it like outside it got of food there. No. T- Tijuana. I'm
3: sicko. Oh! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You broke Todd. I, I fucking love it. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin oh,
0: gosh. has joined season 10 of American Horror Story. It's been oh, announced. Good. The, the, the stars of the new season include returning players Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters, as well as newcomers to the series, Macaulay Culkin, hey. Mackey C, Ooh. series co-creator Ryan Murphy took to his Instagram to reveal the stacked cast list. This will be the Home Alone Star's first season of the FX a- a- anthology show. In addition to Colkin, who recently popped up on Hulu's Dollface, the cast for season ten includes returning players Paulson, Peters, Kathy Bates, Billy Lord, Leslie Grossman, Adina Porter, Lily Rabe, Rabe—I don't know how to say that—Angelica Ross, and Finn Whitrock. So yeah, we're getting we're getting Macaulay. In our in our American horror story. It feels like
2: it's a good fit. Like I'm almost like, why didn't you do it sooner? Yeah. It just I don't know why. It just seems like it's a good fit.
0: Well, for years, Macaulay Culkin was just like a recluse. Like he he wasn't he didn't he didn't do interviews, he didn't want to be in movies, he just kind of wanted to live, keep to himself and live in his mansion and just kind of be a rich guy. And the recently he's sort of like come out of that like Mm -hmm. reclusion because he launched a media company and a podcast, Bunny Ears. So he has a website called bunnyears.com. He has a podcast. And I think he's just basically uh, decided like he wants to get out there to market his company. So he started doing a lot of interviews and being in things. And I think this is just kind of part of that. Okay,
3: Good for him then. There's two dudes who are like that that I kind of admire, Tim and uh, Frankie Munez. They just, like, made their... Frankie Muniz? Yeah, they just kind of, like, made their money as children, and they oh. just kind of, like, you know? And then when they decided to come back out and they felt like it was good, then they do that. And I like that. Yeah.
2: It's cool. It's a good
4: way
3: to live. Frankie, right.
4: Frankie. Get back on it. you guys seen that no, video? He's
3: a uh, uh, hosting of uh, America's um, Dance something
0: cool you guys see that video where he's like dancing shirtless who which one frankie munich yeah <gasps> no with the guy it's real weird dude. yeah
3: it's real weird um but i like you still frank i'm
4: S- what i'm i i just like is it weird that he's shirtless no it's just like it's is a weird video dance? It's oh okay an, gotcha. it's just i want a very see it strange now. video definitely gotta
3: yeah. see it um his whole thing is about dance because he's the host of america's dance something. something
0: so on that note we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're going to watch the new Candyman trailer back, and now we're going to watch the trailer that just dropped today, so even though kind of it doesn't really matter because we record on Thursdays and the episodes come out on Mondays, so we're still not kind of <laughs> scooping it from the audience perspective. No. We're watching this fresh out the Fox? kitchen. Hot and fresh out the kitchen.
3: You can't refer to that. Anymore. Yeah,
0: I know.
2: <laughs> Who can take a sunrise?
4: No, that's not... <laughs> You can't
0: hear it? It's going through the headphones. <laughs> <It's so annoying. laughs> I, normally it'd be sorry, Yeah, mom. that's true. That's
3: not a, that's not on you, Cup. Like, you started good. singing and I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> take my headphones off. Candyman, the urban legend is if you say his name five times while looking in the mirror. Guy from Watchman. Oh yeah. And and uh Waterman. And, Waterman? Uh, dang it. Uh, Aquaman.
4: Oh, I was like Waterman? They said it like twenty-five times.
0: They're going to get candy-manned. They're going to get
2: candy, <laughs> candy in it's crazy that you're watching this and you're eating candy at the yeah. same time. It's sick.
0: It's weird. is it funny? Where my man Tony Todd at? Show me the Tony. Is really uh, to this a musical? <laughs> yeah, it's going to win a Tony. I mean, who can take Wait, a, it? They have a <laughs> song already. It's already hey,
2: there. Uh, from Fear the Walking Dead. D- uh, I forgot his name. He's great.
4: You, oh, is that guy going to become Spider-Man? In this, he this is be- Candyman. Oh. Is this? Damn it.
2: Does this take place in Chicago? Detroit. Oh, okay. Or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Cabrini so, Green. Chicago, yeah, Chicago,
4: yes. You're right. So you're telling me he didn't get bit by a radioactive cabbage patch? Ah, sour patch.
1: like, <laughs> What
4: are you talking about? Are you
0: fucking... say Oh, that is a good moment. Yeah.
4: I want to see my man, Tony. Ooh. This is the invisible man. <laughs> I think I made
0: a mistake. They're not going to show us Candyman.
2: What? Oh, oh yeah. That, oh, what? they put in Beyonce? You, no, you I'm
0: guys haven't have heard that. it, but they, that, this this song has been playing through the whole trailer. Oh my oh. god. That's interesting. It's like a slowed down version of it.
3: They should have just used the Drake version, but OK.
0: I the drink version,
3: yeah. I'll play say my it. name, yeah. I'll play for you. All the time. Please don't. <gasps> Ooh.
1: Why you
4: never say my name? <clears throat> nah, it's way slower. Why you say my name at Cheesecake? <laughs> 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 Todd's over there breaking it down.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Oh man.
0: Ooh. I fucking love Candyman.
4: I just, one thing, it feels like Jordan Peele's using the same sounds that he did in Us. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is it a new maybe. trend to like take a famous pop song from the past and then slow it down and make it creepy? Oh, I,
0: think, I think it is definitely.
4: I don't think mean it mean is. Did he invent it? Yeah. I mean, he might have, but I mean, the like the like the the picking, the bings and all that stuff, like that echo into the darkness. I ain't even mad.
0: <laughs> that looked fucking great to me.
4: It did look really good. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, it looked good. It looked good. F- I mean, again, it's a horse, so it's not my thing, but it looked it looked good. I like the take on it.
0: I wish they had showed Tony Todd, but I guess they're holding that out for the
2: reveal of the movie. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm surprise. scared to ask this question. Why is he called Candyman? Is this going to take a long explanation if I ask this? Well, I don't I know. Like- he is.
0: <laughs> Uh, I, f- I forget actually like I haven't seen the movie like the last I, I watched I mean I watched Can- the Candyman movies when I was a kid mm-hmm. obviously and the last time I watched Candyman was probably in it was like in 2008 or nine uh, we rented it from Blockbuster and I watched it with some friends uh, and that was the last time I watched the it.
2: Candyman is just a it's just a name right? knockoff of Bloody Mary right I don't ever remember hearing some sort of like kids. Sing songy folk tale thing about a Candyman. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, Candyman.
0: The legend claims that Candyman can be summoned by saying his name. The blah, blah blah blah. It just seems a fictional character. In the main antagonist, of the Candyman series of films, uh, originating from Clive Barker's nineteen eighty-five short story "The Forbidden," in the f- vengeful ghost of an African American man who was brutally beaten, mutilated, and fed to the bees by having honey smeared on his body for a forbidden oh. interracial love affair. So yeah, Candyman because he I guess... has honey on him.
2: Yeah, I guess yeah. it's a little stretch, but I certainly don't want honey as candy.
0: What? Well, it was like he was the candy man because he was like covered in. Yeah,
1: he, oh. they, tur- they turned him into candy for being I'm s-
4: stupid. stupid. But also, this I feel doesn't. I just I'm the the lore behind it seems like this new movie isn't sticking to it. It well, doesn't uh, it see it doesn't. what you did there. What do you mean? Ah,
0: oh. sticky. Ah. Yeah. what do you mean? It isn't sticking to it?
2: Yeah, it seems like it is. What did you watch? He was head. beaten. He what was, was beat- the movie you saw in your he head? He was
4: beaten and honey tarred for an interracial relationship. Yes. That's the backstory.
2: That's not necessarily in this movie. So
4: he just could, he, he, could, oh, that, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. I don't know. But then
2: you look in the mirror and you
0: say Candyman three times and he comes out and murders you. Okay. Are you sure you watched what we watched?
4: No, I don't think I, so I anymore. I don't think so
3: either.
2: <laughs> Kelby, your thoughts?
3: Um, I think, um, I think it looks visually cool. I don't know. It, it, it didn't really do much for me.
2: What's better, that trailer or the Jolly Rancher that you have?
3: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the one with Chris Rock, Spiral. Oh, oh the no, Spiral that looks, looks fucking
4: amazing. No, that looks
3: way better. What's, uh, let what's let more enjoyable, better, but...
2: the Jolly Rancher you have or that trailer? <laughs> the Jolly Rancher fire.
4: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the
0: it's the fire hot Jolly Rancher. No, you're gonna do no, 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 you Tony Todd like sour. that. Sour.
4: That's messed up. Zealot.
0: All right. And on that note, let's do a regular segment where we talk about rumors and unsubstantiated reboot news and give our opinions on whether we think it should happen or not. The segment is,
1: can
0: I am going for that. that? Oh, 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 can you, oh,
2: can you go for that? Oh, 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 can you, oh, can you go for that? No, oh, oh. Oh, can you? Oh, can you go, go for, for that? Can you go, go for, for that? Can you go for that? Yeah. Todd was feeling It's that. a
0: crime that Todd is not on camera. not wanting to be on <laughs> no, camera. No, I mean
2: it really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that just elevates... That just made it. <laughs> wow, some
4: real Frankie Muniz stuff right there. <laughs> no, no, that I mean, was that's a bar right there. He fucking
0: he fucking bodied Frankie Muniz. <laughs> um, I should tweet Frankie Muniz.
4: God, right God now. damn.
1: Are
2: it's... you gonna tweet him? Todd just bodied you. Yeah, Todd just uh, Todd, our podcast producer, <laughs> yeah. just
3: bodied you. I wouldn't say that to, nah. to the great Frank. But Batman. you can
2: you can
4: at Todd on there and say he is currently challenging you to a dance off.
3: What's your tweets?
4: What's your tweeter What's oh, your What's t- your d- tweeter? Where do you what's want Twitter? Todd with three D's underscore foolery. Yeah, three D Todd. You know
3: that's his nickname in
4: high school. Fuller, like Fuller House? <laughs> Got it. Wait. Oh, Foolery. No, foolery.
2: F-O-O-L-E-R-Y.
4: <laughs> Because he had three pieces. Oh, penises. God, I found it. He <laughs> yeah, had. He got two of them removed. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, of course. And this is going to be a very short can you go for that. We got one. <laughs> one. We got one. one. One story. One. One story. But it's a big one.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: John Krasinski recently said he would love to come back for an office reunion.
4: Jack Ryan?
0: Yes. Ew. <laughs> Ew. The jury is still out on whether or not the office reunion will ever happen. If it does, though, John Krasinski wants in. Despite the show going off the air nearly seven years ago, the sitcom has remained wildly popular and highly in demand on streaming services. With that, it would make sense for the show to return in some way. Krasinski, who played Jim on the show, would love to return, given the opportunity. He said, The Office was absolutely everything to me. I mean, it is my beginning and my end. I'm pretty sure at the end of my career, I'll still be known for Jim. That was my first experience with Hollywood. It was the first creative family I've ever had. In many ways, they will always be the most important people in the most important experience of my career. So, yeah, if they did a reunion, I would absolutely love to do it.
2: I can go for that. Uh, Yeah, I would love to see a reunion later on. That would be great. I also applaud uh, John Krasinski for going, yeah, I'm fucking grateful for The Office. Absolutely. There's so many actors who are on hit shows. Who will remain nameless who are like, no, it's not what I want to be known for anymore. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, that's my thing. I'm my grateful th- for it. And I love that. Yeah. So and I can almost Angus see... T. Young. Oh, is he not? Of happy two and a
0: half, half men. men? Oh, he's a good guy.
4: What about him? <laughs>
0: he he was like I'm just <laughs> he like came out like
4: as dirt. a Mormon? Seven day adventist Well, or, oh, yeah, was but, he? Yeah.
0: I mean, but that's fine, whatever. No, no, but, I think he came out as saying. The issue was he oh, was yeah. he like went on to some like religious Mm-hmm. like what youtube show and was just like i hate the show i'm on it's like uh, it's like sinful and like everything we do is like sending bad messages into the world yeah. and like i just want to be off the show or whatever yeah and then the producers were just like the fuck you say yeah and then he was like oh i'm sorry i i didn't mean it
3: what a goof I, yeah and a doof He's not quite a doof. Okay. You should, people, You didn't see the beard that he drew. No, because <laughs> the thing is, people get sucked into things like that, and then they say dumb stuff, and then eventually he's not even a part of religion anymore, yeah. so he's just a goof. But I
2: like that uh, John Grzinski, uh appreciates the show. I could see this easily happening, maybe without Steve Carell. Maybe Steve Carell's like, man, maybe not, but I could see this happening. I could see it, and I'm,
3: uh, I can go for that. Nice. Damn, you just brought up a good point, Steve Carell. Mm. He's going to be a daddy on that show if he returns. <laughs> Uh, granted I'm still wondering about the Steve Carell Daddy Zaddy thing. I'm a little confused by that, but we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Um, I can go for that. The Office is so popular; it almost feels like it never ended. Um, because of how much people still watch it, and um, those characters, they just feel so comfortable. Like they, yeah. it doesn't feel like anyone is. Pushing beyond anything to like have to come back to this, it just feels like a family. And yeah, I yeah, I'm here for that. I can go for that
4: with one caveat. Can I hit some caveat? It has to be them all coming back as key witnesses in Toby's murder trial. Oh, the, str- the Scranton Strangler. The Scranton Strangler. Strangler yeah, so trial. they finally catch him, and then uh, it's all it's all just in the uh, in the courtroom, and then uh, talking heads outside of it, just talking about how like. Some of them had to have known and then Psycho like
3: <laughs> 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 Love it. That's not a bad idea though. Yeah. But I would want to see I would want to see Toby on the show though. So I don't know. It has to be somebody else. I want
4: everyone. You would want to see Toby I, on the show? I want, I want yeah, everyone. he would be on the show. Yeah. No, no, he's not the one mm-hmm. who's murdered. He is a murderer. There's a whole storyline. The there's like a yeah. there's a there's a fan
0: theory that he's secretly the Scranton Strangler. Right. yeah,
3: there's yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, sure. I can go for that. Uh, I feel like it's got to have Steve Krill on it, though. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. that. They got to have Steve Krill come back. And also, they got to go back and they got to fix Andy. They got to fix... What are you talking about? How they did him dirty at the end of that show.
2: Yeah.
4: He, what happened to him? Do I you think? not remember him giving remember. the commencement speech and becoming like the guy? He got his dream job working at Cornell, and he gave an amazing commitment, commencement sh- speech that overcame his embarrassment of crying on t- a national television. Yeah,
0: store. but they ruined his character in the last in the last season oh. of the show because they they made him they they made him take over as the as the new boss
4: his fault. Yep. Doing
0: and they had this whole character arc that like culminated in an episode where they took him and there's actually like you can see like video essays on this on YouTube if you look it up of like how they took this character and turned him into a good character to make him become the new the new Michael Scott because oh. uh, before that he was just kind of like this annoying side he character Yeah, and he, loose and, cannon and, he had, and he had like anger issues and yeah. stuff. And so they brought him back and then they had this, like they had this like two or three episode arc that culminated in the episode where he wins over the trust of the team. And in this three episode arc, they, they masterfully earned him uh, that role mm-hmm. and he became a good replacement for Michael Scott. And then he and then he worked like he worked as the new Michael Scott. He wasn't obviously yeah. not as good, but he worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because he had to go and leave and do Hangover 2, they basically wrote him out of the show in like the shittiest way possible where he just like abandons them and he gets shipwrecked. And oh, then he's, and then he's yeah. just kind of an yeah. asshole to Aaron. Yeah. And then she ends up dumping him. Yeah. And yeah. they just kind of like did his character dirty at the end because he had to go and shoot the Hangover movies. Yeah, agree. So yeah, I can go for that. Cool. All right. And that has concluded today's ultra short rendition of. Oh man, that timing. Of. Uh Can
3: you go for that? No. Oh,
0: Oh, Oh, can you, Oh, can you go for that? Oh, 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 can you, Oh, can you go for that? Oh, 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 can you,
2: Oh, can you go for that? Can you go for that? Can you go for that? Nailed it. A
0: couple more stories before we end the show. The uh, I just put this on here because I thought it was funny. The heiress to the Hot Pocket fortune, Michelle uh, Genovs, was sentenced to five months in prison. The heir to the Hot Pockets fortune was sentenced on Tuesday to five months in prison in order to pay $250,000 fine for her role in the college admission scandal. Uh, and if you don't remember there was this oh. college admission admission scandal that was a big thing uh earlier in 2019 where uh Aunt Becky from Full House and uh Felicity Huffman. Felicity Huffman from uh pr- Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives were sentenced to uh were were charged in this criminal case where they basically had bribed college admissions mm-hmm. uh to let their kids in to these uh what, what, what school was it? USC. USC. Uh-huh. Uh, and they got caught, <laughs> and uh, they went to jail. Wait, no, no. How well, long? Can, uh, Felicity Aunt Huffman Becky, went to jail. Because she
2: pleaded guilty. She was like, okay, I did it. I did, she did I like did. three weeks in like minimum.
3: I thought she did like even less than that, like three days. No, no.
2: It was like 11 or 12 days. Oh. And then Aunt Becky is like, I didn't do shit. She... Let's go to court. Yeah. And they just said now, like, if she's charged, or if she uh, is found guilty, the, like the max is like, 50 years. Stupid.
3: 50 years? I would have walked right on in there. yo. Oh, I care about my kids. You know what I mean? Education. <laughs> Backbone like, of America. That's 50 for me years? Yeah, Stupid, Beck. Yeah. But I love that there's a Hot
2: Pockets Harris. Yeah. And then
0: Dr. Dre came out and he's like, my daughter got into school yeah. without anything. And then they were like, wait a minute. Didn't you like donate millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. to their school that indirectly... Got them to agree to let He's her like, go. Delete, delete.
3: <laughs> Whoever put, who put that on my Instagram, take it down. <laughs> Crazy.
2: I don't know anything about this heiress, but I just hope once in her life she's just like, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah. I'm the am Hot Pocket heiress. Yeah. Now give me those ramen
4: noodles. Yeah. I'm here for that. What she you gonna pick? <laughs> college fraud. She probably never
3: yeah. even had a single hot pocket and noticed yeah. how they burn your tongue.
4: Next time, uh, next time anybody gets into college, I'm like, oh, you got the hot pocket money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: so twice. she, Janavs, uh, or however you pronounce that, uh, why, the fucking Michelle Pockets, <laughs> pleaded guilty in October to paying three hundred thousand in bribes to help her daughter, uh, daughter's cheat on college int- exams and attempt to secure admission to one one of them to the University of Southern California as a fake recruit for the school's beach volleyball team. Um, She is one of more than 50 people who have been charged in the nationwide federal investigation, which saw wealthy and, in some cases, famous parents pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to fixers and co-conspirators to get their children into prestigious
2: colleges. Which is more than the tuition.
3: Do you think... Right. uh, So dumb. I have a couple of questions about this. (laughs) Do you think that the people who accepted the money are getting time?
0: I don't know. I think... I think the yeah, I think the people who I were involved with too. that on the other yeah. end also got
3: yeah. in trouble. Yeah. They
2: got they got fired, and I think they got in trouble
3: too. Also, doesn't it make USC seem like an incredible school? Because you paying all this money to go. That to was USC. my biggest thing when
4: he said when you said USC. I was like. USC? I mean, USC is a very prestigious school
3: already, but doesn't it make it even more prestigious because these famous people have kids, well, in a certain sense, but like they they have these kids that they honestly don't have to go to college. I mean, Aunt Becky's kids, she could just, I don't know, talk to an agent and say, hey, put my kid in whatever (laughs) and that could work. So to send them off to school, doesn't that mean, in their mind, it means USC is some kind of the new Harvard or whatever. Yeah,
2: I mean it's a it's a legit good private school, and, right. and on the west coast. But they could have just, with all that money, they could have just been donated. Hey, here's a donation. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like you? They, really? They could
0: have done what Doctor yeah. yeah. Dr. Dr. Drake. Yeah, Doctor
3: Drake, like, not in jail. Not yeah. in jail. That's what <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking
2: about. <laughs> you to school. He did yeah. it the right way. God,
0: you can't be. You can't go to jail for giving a school millions of dollars to build an amphitheater and then just winking at them really yeah. ha- really loud, really like hard.
2: See this?
3: Yeah. I'll be back when my other kids ate <laughs> the But also,
4: those kids, how stupid do they feel? I'm so dumb that my parents are going to jail because I couldn't get into college by myself.
3: Yeah. They could have at least went to a little JV or something. Something. Yeah. JC. You know, I don't know. What dumb. I well. They could have gone to uh,
0: <laughs> Occidental. Hey, Obama went there the Burbank Adult School. <laughs> That's I just I just see signs for yeah. driving around. So uh in a in a tragic turn of events. Oh gosh. I guess he he ran out of free lives. No. <laughs> uh, Kazuhisa Hashimoto, veteran video game developer and creator of the famous Konami code, died this week at the age of 61. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are saddened to hear about the passing of Kazu Ka- Kazuhisa Hashimoto, a deeply talented producer who was first introduced to the world, who first introduced the world to the Konami code. Konami said in a statement, our thoughts are with Hashimoto-san's family and friends at this time. Uh, The news of Hashimoto's death was first shared on Twitter by composer Yuji Takanuchi. Hashimoto created the code up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA as an employee of Konami in the 1980s and, uh, and, when he was creating the Nintendo Entertainment System version of the arcade game Gradius. I hadn't played that much and obviously couldn't beat it myself, so I put in the Konami code, Hashimoto said in a 2003 interview. Because I was the one who was going to be using it, I made sure that it was easy to remember. Konami would go on to use the code, or slight variations of it, in many of its games. It also became an iconic pop culture reference that that has shown up practically everywhere, from more recent games like Rocket League to the website for the Bank of Canada. So, you know, yeah, if you, if you are not familiar, this this code is within people who like video games or mm-hmm. video game culture. This is like a, a, just a thing that everybody knows. It's burned in their brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like similar to that all your baser belong to us where it's mm-hmm. kind of a meme. Uh, and it's used in a lot of different vi- video games as like a reference of like if you enter this, it unlocks like a <laughs> secret character or something like that. And it all started from this that he, he created it as basically just a way for him to like get to certain parts of a yeah. game that he was working on because he just couldn't beat it himself. And it just became this uh, this staple in video game culture, and he has passed away.
3: is well is his net worth? <laughs> oh,
2: my God. That's the <laughs> most kelbiest question I've ever heard. It doesn't heard. matter now.
3: <laughs> um, there's a couple of other people that uh, passed away. The first one is Larry uh, Tesler. Do you, know, you guys know who he is? Larry Tesler? Yeah. He's oh. the guy who created cut, copy, and paste. Oh, yeah. I, oh, shit. I
0: read about that and yeah. I just I just didn't think to save it.
4: Wow. The functions on the computer? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, he, he, he just that. He
0: invented
3: that, oh, wow. that thing, that method. <laughs> so he amazing. created that legend, taught us all how to cheat. And Catherine um, Johnson, the... Uh, the mathematician or the com- oh, yeah, computer
4: oh yeah from oh that did uh, hidden figure yeah. yeah
3: uh, highlighted yeah. her career she passed away Yeah, that's, yeah uh,
4: when i think about that all of the fucking math she had to do by hand and how it's a stack that uh, two piles of paper that is taller than her yeah that's insane to me she she's the ultimate badass i don't care how many wars any uh, anybody else has won that woman did the impossible yeah
2: math is impossible yeah <laughs> I I hate math. It's the unbeatable game. It's so fucking hard. Uh, Rest in peace to all of those people. My
0: wife is so good at math. How good is she? How good (laughs) is she? It blows my mind. Yeah. I just can't. She's so good at math.
3: Well, she better be helping them kids with the homework.
0: She does. That's right. That's why my son is so smart. And on a slightly more uplifting note to end on, Um so this is a, this is a recent story that somebody talked about. This actually happened a while back, but this, uh, person has just most recent, more recently posted it on Reddit or something like that. Oh, it was, it was published in a newspaper, uh, in, uh, Asahi Shimbun, one of Japan's largest newspaper, uh, 70 year old Kuniko Tsukaka, uh, Su, uh, Susaka recounted how her mother always had a game boy nearby to play Tetris. But when her mother turned 95 and her health started to suffer, her Game Boy stopped working. Uh, This was her mother's third Game Boy, and Susaka, who lived in Chiba, wasn't able to find a store selling the handheld, nor could she find any shop able to fix it. Susaka's son mentioned Nintendo's excellent customer service. Uh, What followed proved just that. The story was recounted on Twitter, where it it has racked up over 197,000 likes and has been republished on popular sites like Nico Nico News. As Sora News points out, it first appeared in the February 21st print edition of uh, Asahi Shimbun. So this was a newspaper article that just came out on the 21st of this month. When the grandson mentioned Nintendo's uh, excellent customer service, uh, he said, uh, Kami which literally means God support or better yet divine interaction with Kami meaning God or spirit. It's used to describe incredible service or corporate responses. However, uh, uh, Susaka thought her son said the word Kami, which means paper. So she wrote Nintendo a letter along with the busted Game Boy. Within a week, she got more than a paper response. Nintendo didn't have the spare parts to fix the Game Boy, so instead sent along a new Game Boy discovered in its warehouse, along with a letter wishing the grandmother a long life. Uh, Susaka's mother lived until she was 99 years old, in control of her mental faculties right up until the end, and counting her blessings along the way, up in the sky, she's thankful. I think Susak has added, no doubt, playing Tetris too. So uh, this this woman, she had just held on to this this hobby of playing Tetris on her Game Boy. You know, Game Boy went out of production back in like the late '90s, and she was able to get as her Game Boys were breaking, she was able to get another one, and then finally she just couldn't find another one, and she sent it into Nintendo, and they sent her. A new one that they found oh. in their warehouse. That's a wonderful story. And she played it and lived to be 99.
2: We all should be so lucky. What country I are they in? Mean?
0: Japan.
3: Oh, okay. That's incredible. When you said that her health started deteriorating at 95, I was like, what well, am
2: yeah, that's Yeah, uh, we should all be so lucky. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: incredible. So if you liked that and you haven't done it yet, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, if you have a friend that you think would like the show, feel free to share with them. You could also uh, rate and review the show on your chosen podcast podcast platform. It really helps us out. You can also follow us on social media. You can go to the official Nostalgia Facebook page. If you just search Nostalgia on Facebook, you'll find our page. Uh, we post cool, nostalgic content as well as updates about the podcast every day on the Nostalgia Facebook page. You could also join our Facebook group the Nostalgia Facebook group. So you can, uh, you can follow us on those social medias. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Nostalgia. You, can, uh, if, you wanna, if you have any comments or anything you want to say to us, you can tweet at us at the NostalgiaCast on Ooh. Twitter.
3: Let us know about that dust and knife. We already
0: <laughs> said all that. Uh, and you can also email us <laughs> at NostalgiaCastPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to support us In a more monetary way You can become a supporter you Go to our Facebook page The Nostalgia Facebook page And at the top There's a button that says Become a supporter you Click that for $4.99 a month In addition to supporting the show You also get access To exclusive bonus content Like bonus episodes and videos Thanks for listening
1: So on.